This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the 32nd Sunday in Ordinary Time, the 11th of November. Earlier this week I visited the installation at the Tower of London. 10,000 torches are lit every evening to commemorate the end of the Great War. It's a very moving sight, as are the many images that we've been seeing in the media this week of scenes on the battlefields of Europe, the hardship, sufferings and privations are hard to imagine a hundred years on, but they were and continue to be a reality in some parts of the world still today. The scriptures frequently also present to us images of those who are suffering and how God seems to have a special care and concern for those who are weak and vulnerable. If you've experienced bereavement lately, and if you're a widow especially, you're going to relate particularly well to the readings of the Mass of this Sunday. The widow in the first reading lived in the 9th century BC, living in drought conditions, literally down to her last meal, and Elijah arrives looking for food. There's an important religious truth here. When we are down to our last, at the moment of our greatest need, God comes into our life. It often happens that I come into church here and find someone maybe in tears, having had some tragedy or got some bad news, and the only place they know to come is to God's house, the church. And this is an instinctive sense that we have, because we know that at our lowest point, God will enter in. The opposite is true of when our ego is riding high and everything is going well, when we feel self-sufficient and self-satisfied. At such times, it's more difficult to reach out to God and for God to come in. St Paul says it, I willingly boast of my weakness. Why? So that the power of Christ may dwell in me. When we feel powerful, we keep God at bay. So when the widow of Zarephath is asked for a drink and something to eat, she doesn't tell Elijah to go away, or she doesn't say, can't you see that we're down to our last meal? She responds with generosity and shows us another central religious and biblical truth, namely that abundance comes from the willing gift. Even though she's in great need herself, she's asked to give. That's the paradox. When we are in intimate union with God, who is nothing himself but gift, then you can give and give and never run out. That's the hinge of the Christian life. By being one with God, we can also give and give and never run out. In fact, using the words of Jesus, it will become a great spring within us, bubbling up to eternal life. And this is the beautiful and powerful image of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. The flip side of this is that when we cling to pathetic substitutes for God, money, pleasure, power and honour, and if we hoard and hoard all we want, we will never have enough. If we turn something that is not God into God, then we can store it all up and have all we want and it will never be enough. But when we are intimately united to Christ, we can give and never run dry. The jar of meal will never be empty, nor the jug of oil run dry. 
so the woman and her son can eat and drink for a whole year because they've given everything away. The paradox is that we have God by giving God away in the very essence of his being, which is to be gift. If we want to increase our life, we have to give it away. If we want our faith to increase, then we share it. That's a basic principle of evangelization. We often think, my faith isn't strong enough, or I don't know my faith well enough, but it becomes stronger when we share it with somebody else. It's the same with the other virtues, like joy or hope. If we want these to increase, we have to be bearers of those virtues too. As St Francis of Assisi famously wrote, asking that he would be an instrument of God's peace and joy in the world, an instrument of giving. The other angle on this type of giving is the widow and her might. Jesus and his disciples see the scribes and the Pharisees milling round in the temple, receiving greetings according to their title and rank. They're in classic hoarding mode, clasping at their dress and status, their power and honour. But anyone who's played this game knows that the buzz you get from that kind of behaviour wears off very quickly. So the contrast with the widow is very poignant. Like the widow of Zarephath, this poor widow comes to the temple and gives the last thing she has for the glory of God. From the little bit she has, she makes her gift to God. The principle is the same. Our being increases in the measure that we give it away. If any of us feel like those widows that we've reached rock bottom, that we are down to our last meal or our last bit of money, then especially look for Elijah. Look for the presence of our Lord. And he will always invite us to one thing, to give. It might mean giving joy, giving money, giving life, becoming an instrument of God's peace. And that will be the path to fullness and fulfilment of life. Mary, of course, portrays this total gift of self-giving. We ask her to show us the virtue of self-giving and make us more like her and so more pleasing to her son. Let us pray. Almighty and merciful God, graciously keep from us all adversity so that unhindered in mind and body alike we may pursue in freedom of heart the things that are yours. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.